listening to Loving BDSM Podcast, episode 191. Kayla Lord's here with the one, the only, the... I am too tired to come up with something creative, but I feel the need to put something in this spot right here. <laughs> uh, so I have nothing extra special to say about the lovely and amazing John Brownstone. Okay. This week, we're talking about some of the inherent problems that come with seeing other kinky couples as hashtag relationship goals. Mm. Welcome to the Loving BDSM Podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday for your kinky pleasure and education, and show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. If you love what you hear, we'd love a good review wherever you listen to us to help other kinksters find us. You can follow the show on Twitter at LovingBDSM, on FetLife at LovingBDSMPC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate, LovingDS and the number one, LovingDS1, or on YouTube at youtube.com slash lovingbdsm, where you can watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday. All links are in the show notes. Big shout out as always to our kinky patrons on Patreon, including our newest peeps. We see you, we love you, we thank you. If you'd like access to more of all of this, a live monthly Q&A, a bonus podcast episode each month, not with BDSM education. No, 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 don't get too excited. It's a bonus section. Um, sneak peeks at everything we're doing, um, more direct access to us just in general. Feel free to join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Kayla Lords. That's patreon.com slash Kayla Lords. You can join us for as little as a dollar a month and um, every penny counts and it all adds up to help us do what we do. Uh, again, find us at patreon.com slash Kayla Lords or use the link in the show notes. Okay. First thing I got two announcements. One is a reminder that mm-hmm. your vanilla sale is still going on. Yes. If you go to thewooddom.com and you mm-hmm. need vanilla gifts, pins, bowls, pencils, shaving sets, the like, Mm-hmm. Uh, thewooddom.com use code fall19 save 20% off the entire site through October 16th okay they're done second announcement save the best for last we have a sponsor yes. again this week it is the cage again thecage.co uh, video watchers I do have the link down in the description box uh, if you want to check it out podcast listeners either remember thecage.co or uh, find the link in the show notes page. Um, If you are looking for a BDSM community online where you can just sort of be yourself and meet other people who are into the things you're into, explore some of the things that you're kind of interested in but don't know a lot about, ask questions, uh, meet nice people, maybe even meet potential like local people to play with. It is not a hookup site, by the way, but it is a great way to meet people. Um, definitely check out thecage.co. It is free to use at the basic membership. Um, we have a special code for their premium membership. You get two weeks free premium membership if you use the code LOVINGBDSM. Um, the cool thing about them is when you sign up for that free trial, uh, when you sign up for anything with them, but especially the free trial, you don't have to put in credit card information. So you're not gonna get that surprise charge. You could just try it out for two weeks. Premium gives you access to every part of their site, everything, but free still gives you a lot of access. So I would recommend if you're gonna sign up brand new, try the premium out, but then realize if you decide not to continue with that, totally okay. Um, you're still gonna get access to the, the communities and the forums. And there are forums and groups and spaces for every type of kink, every type of DS dynamic. So not just male dom, female sub, not just straight, not just cisgender, like the entire spectrum of it. You can find people there who are uh, like-minded. So cage.co, code is loving BDSM for new 
registrations. Um, and we are so glad they sponsored us yes. this week. Mm-hmm. And that's probably the most concise sponsorship announcement I've ever done. And it leads me technically into the third thing because I think it, I think it might come through my voice, but I know video watchers are gonna might see it. I am in a lot of pain right now. <laughs> so the neck problems don't seem to be the neck problems. They seem to be the back problem. Uh, I don't know really if it a, a pinched nerve, is a, a disc issue because I have slightly bulgy discs and stuff like that because most people at this age range do in general. Um, it's radiating down my arm. It's making me exhausted. I took a two hour nap this morning after dropping the boys off. <laughs> I'm still groggy from that nap. Um, I'm here and I'm here because I want to be here. I'm not here because, oh, everybody's going to be mad at me. For... No, no, no. I'm here because y'all are my therapy and I always feel good when I'm talking to y'all. Um, but I know my energy level is not its normal self. So I feel like I should preface that so that since this is a topic where people could easily think we're talking about us, I don't want that, the tone of my voice if it's um, muted or just a little bit different than usual. <laughs> Y'all know if we were talking about us, I'd be like, let me tell you what happened to us. Cause that's how we roll. True. Um, so yes, we are talking about how I really want you to encourage people to be careful when they look at somebody else and say hashtag relationship goals. This will not be a rant at anybody because I think that for the vast majority of us, I did this myself when I was a new Kingster, it comes from a place of, you know, admiration and it comes from a place of, of maybe respecting the people that you're watching or maybe just enjoying the kinds of kinks they allow you to see or the dynamic they allow others to see. Um, so I'm not gonna like, I, I don't intend to like go off on anybody because I've done it myself. Oh my God, I still in my um, blog subscriptions, site hasn't been updated in years. I still follow technically um, one of the first DS blogs I ever found online before I even became a sex blogger mm. and um, read. And I remember thinking, and it was written from the dominance perspective. He ran the site um, and he wrote about his uh, kinky fuckery with his wife and submissive. And I remember reading, thinking, I want that. I didn't necessarily want like the specific things they were doing, although sometimes, oh yes, yes I do. <laughs> um, but the way he talked about her and the way he described, like he would describe how he was seeing her. And it wasn't just the, this is what her boobs look like. This is what her hair looks like. It was just the way he, you could feel it in his words and I would just read it and go, oh, that is what I want. Hashtag relationship goals. Um, so I have certainly done it myself. Um, so let's talk about it. I'm gonna talk about it on the side of looking at couples that way. And then I'm gonna go over to um, some of the, the problems I see, cause I have now witnessed it as somebody on the outside of somebody else's relationship and gotten some firsthand knowledge from them talking to me. And I'm like, oh my God, we have to talk about this. So um, I don't think there's anything wrong personally with admiring a kinky couple at your local munch online. Um, somebody tweeted the other day about who's your favorite, you know, kinky couple on Twitter. And several people mentioned um, Panda Kitten and, um, mm. oh, I can't think of his handle, but basically. Yes. I, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Panda Daddy. I was thinking Panda Dom and I was like, Panda Dom is wrong, Panda Daddy. 
Um, and they are wonderful and amazing. And, and they don't put all of their business out onto Twitter, but they also don't sugarcoat when they're missing one another or one of them's going through drop or, mm-hmm. you know, when they're struggling. Um, and I totally agreed. I was like, they are an adorable couple. They are wonderful and refreshing to see online. I like that they let us see that part of their relationship. Um, and so we all have couples we admire in whatever space mm-hmm. we are as kinksters. There, those people exist. I have couples I admire that I'm like, oh, look at them. I mean, even in our old munch, there were couples that was like, look at them. They're so precious. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, the problem, though, it's not a problem. I think it's just a fact that we forget. Is that no matter what you're seeing of a relationship um, at your munch, in the dungeon, online, we only ever see a snapshot. We True. only ever see what somebody is willing to put out there and allow us to see. Now, sometimes the drama slips through and it comes out like they probably did not mean for their drama to come out. And sometimes it's very intentional. I know that um, we are very open about the things that are good and negative. Right. I do not live tweet our arguments just for the sake of, you know, hashtag authenticity either. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna keep it real, uh, mm. but I'm not gonna live tweet that moment, right? Um, and and quite frankly, there are things I thought this would be a great thing to share online. And then I'm like, but it doesn't have to be. Some moments are just for us, right. good and bad. Mm-hmm. Some moments I do hold myself back because I'm like, yes, the reality of this could be a teaching moment, could be yeah. something that validates somebody else's experience, I mean, but also doesn't need to live as a tweet. Right. I mean, so. for, for all that we do put out there between our the podcast, the live streams, um, you know, the Instagrams and things that we do there, you know, it, it's really just the tip of the iceberg because there there is a lot of our lives that we keep private, that we keep personal to ourselves and there is nothing wrong with that that is uh, my personal view is i i think more of us should probably (laughs) hold back some of the the stuff we put out into the world on the other side though i think that that has been one of the really good things about social media spaces and online spaces where people who had to or felt they had to for their whole lives for other parts of their life hold back and not share their truth they have a space to Mm -hmm. share their truth um but when you're looking at any relationship you just have to be cognizant of you are seeing a highlights reel you are seeing what they choose to share and some couples share much more some share a lot less sometimes um they share almost nothing they just exist in the space um i'm thinking of people we've seen at munches where i've been really um enamored with them and really admired their relationship and, and mm-hmm. really wanted to like watch. They're not telling us anything. They're just being who they are together. Um, and you can decide for yourself without them ever even interacting with it that, Oh, that's how I, how I would like a, a, a relationship to be. Um, so the, the simple one, I think most of us understand this because we understand it about ourselves is you only see what other people want you to see and you do not know what goes on behind closed doors. You also, and I say this for online spaces more than anything, you also don't know how much of what you're seeing is fact and what's fiction. And I've seen, Mm -hmm. actually not in kink spaces, but mostly in vanilla spaces where people put their lives online, like on YouTube, and And next, you find out later that uh, there's a big scandal because that was all manufactured for views, for whatever. It wasn't real. 
So that is also possible. I think that's rare. I think that's probably more rare in, um, in life in general. I think that is something that's definitely a performance thing, like a YouTube, even like a social media kind of thing. Um, you think I'm this way, I'm going to allow you to think I'm this way and, and do things purposefully to make money, to get views, to whatever. But I do also think that sometimes we're aware that what we do in private is maybe not something that we would be proud to let others see. And so mm -hmm. we will let it look better publicly, you know, out of a sense of shame or, or guilt or because we don't want questions or because we've always seemed like this happy couple. So we should continue to look like this happy couple. And let, let me interrupt our this right here to go, we are not talking about ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> we are not. Um, I, this is the general we or the general you. <laughs> if I get emails after this goes out of, oh my gosh, are you two okay? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, ah. But it can happen, that's human nature. You, you know, somebody can be admired for something positive about themselves and they may, for their own internal reasons, not want to lose that admiration. So they will keep putting that kind of thing out into the world, even if it's patently not true. Or they'll feel like, oh, I shouldn't be negative and I shouldn't show the ba bad mm -hmm. side, especially to a relationship, especially to a relationship that we sort of put up on a pedestal online and go, this is an amazing relationship. Well, then we've done that. And now, you know, some, they might feel like they have to perpetuate it, which then means we're getting the false sense of that's what that relationship is like. Ooh, hashtag relationship goals. Let me have a relationship like that. Mm -hmm. Where if you knew the nitty gritty, you'd be like, oh, I don't want a relationship like that. Thank you very much. I'll take something else. Um, the other thing I, I, I'm bringing this uh, insight over from my professional life because it happens um, in the uh, freelancing, client-based, working online, working in general kind of world, but I know it happens in kink. There's also the mm -hmm. um, problem where we start comparing. So maybe your relationship looks nothing like this one you're following on Instagram, and you're like, I want my relationship to look like that. Hashtag relationship goals. And instead of seeing your relationship for what it is, good, bad, and other, mm -hmm. you're comparing it to this thing where you're only looking at the highlights real and you're finding your relationship wanting and you're dissatisfied with your relationship. Now, sometimes it's good to be dissatisfied with a relationship. You'll either work on it or you'll get yeah. out of it, whatever you need to do. But it's not helpful to look at your reality against somebody else's public persona and decide that what you have is not good because it does not match up with that. And I think that can be really damaging for people. I don't think everybody does it. I don't think it's like this epidemic in the community, but it's human nature to, for some of it, to draw comparisons. And then depending on your personality and how you view the world and the headspace you're in, it's also kind of natural to go, mm -hmm. oh, I want that. I don't have that. Something is clearly lacking here because I don't have what this other couple has or this other relationship has, or this triad has like, that's not my reality, but I want it to be and if you ever have that, the thing to do is to turn and talk to your partner slash partners. <laughs> and hmm. if that's truly what you think you want, but you're never going to have what the hashtag relationship goals people have because they have their own reality and you have yours. Yeah. But comparison can lead to some really unhappy things. And it can. That's true. It can make it so that you don't see the good that you do have. 
You know, mm-hmm. I find myself doing that in all kinds of ways. I do it with other writers. I do it with other YouTubers. I do it with, I do it in all kinds of places. I'm like, oh, look at them. That's what I want. Oh, I don't have that. So instead of looking at the good that I do have and the good that I have created, all I'm focusing on is what I don't have because somebody else has it. And I, I think somehow that I'm not going to be able to achieve whatever it is that I'm seeing. Now, I also don't see that they um, don't sleep at night. They haven't taken a vacation in five years and they're all they're completely burnt out. I mean, that's like the creator life, right? I don't see that. <laughs> I see what they choose to show me. So when you are somebody looking at somebody else's relationship, you also did not see that fight that they had at 4 a.m. over something really silly because somebody didn't communicate or um, the fact that they... Um, haven't communicated about this problem that they're having in six months and it's festering and there's resentment and you don't see that maybe they're stressed about this thing or that like you see what I'm saying so you're comparing yourself to a false not a false image a highlight reel of somebody's relationship but you're comparing your reality to it and I think that can be really damaging yes and so yes I just like want to make sure that we say these things (laughs) I also do not want to shame anybody who looks at relationships and goes, hashtag relationship goals. Because sometimes there are people like us who maybe go, oh yeah, we totally fought. Let me tell you what we fought about. And then air their dirty laundry. <laughs> and you are getting a more realistic picture of it. And you're like, you know, and it could be that what you want is you want somebody who, you know, listens to you really, mm-hmm. really closely. Or somebody who thinks of you first or somebody who teases you or somebody that you feel really comfortable with. And those kinds of comparisons are not bad to make and can sometimes highlight what's wrong in an existing relationship. You're looking at somebody else's relationship and going, when was the last time my partner just looked at me and smiled because they were happy to see me? That's a kind of a good thing to have those people out there that you can kind of look at and go, I am missing something really basic here and I'm not happy with that. Now, what you do with that in my opinion, would be to immediately have a conversation with the partner and go, ha ha, something's missing and I, can we correct this? And sometimes what you do is you go, whoa, this is not the relationship I, type of relationship I want to be in. I'm out. And you you move on to other things, other people, other mm-hmm. whatever. Um, I also think that sometimes seeing different um, types of DS specifically, since we are talking about kinky couples, um, does one of two things. It either tells you what the possibilities are for dynamics. We do hear that a lot from um, a lot of listeners and watchers who are like, watching you two together shows me that DS does not have to be this one type of thing that they had in their mind. Um, but it can also have the opposite effect. If you see D, if the only thing you know about DS is watching our dynamic, if you have not explored further than that, then you might think this is the way DS always looks. And some people find it distasteful. I have had many people over the years who are like, I am really glad you and your uh, partner are happy, but I could not be in that dynamic. And I always go, good, because you're not in this dynamic. Go make your mm-hmm. own dynamic. <laughs> go figure out what you want. Right. Um, but I think it does, it, and it and how we react to things like that and how we react to those kinds of comparisons is dependent upon where we're at in life, right? The second, where our mindset is, how we view life. Are we in a good place and a healthy place? Or are we in a negative space? Because it is, it is easier when our minds and our lives are just not in great places to compare. And for those comparisons to become negative, Mm -hmm. either negative towards ourselves or towards others, doesn't matter. Um, So I'm not even saying it's always bad to compare yourself, you know, it's not. It's just you have to be mindful of where you're at when you're doing it. 
And it is okay if a, a people you once went, ooh, hashtag relationship goals, it's too much for you because you are, you've been introspective and you've gone inside and go, ooh, I'm not in a good place right now. And you stop, you stop following them for a while. You stop thinking about them. You maybe go do other things because you can see that you're maybe getting into a negative cycle yeah. with what that means. Um, that is not me saying, please stop following us. Um, but I would, <laughs> I would happily say if watching a happy, if you've gone through a breakup and watching a happy kinky couple is depressing, y'all take care of yourselves. Always, always, always take care of yourselves first. We will still be here because I have a feeling the apocalypse could come and I would still find a little bit of electricity and internet juice and turn on a mic. <laughs> Zombies all around us be like, wait, 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 before you eat my face, I need to, you know, tell somebody what I think on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> so I have done a lot of talking because as you know, I have done a lot of thinking about this topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think about this topic? Well, I, I'm looking at it from another side mm -hmm. because, you know, you've talked mainly about what, how it affects the people who are doing the watching, yes. so to speak. And I definitely have opinions on being the people on the, being watched. Yes, yes, yes. The the being on the other side of that coin, the the people who are are being watched, that can also that kind of of um, attention can have a negative effect going the other way as well. Mm -hmm. All right, um, it it kind of goes back many many moons ago. We we talked about putting your partner on a pedestal. Mm -hmm. And and eventually that partner is going to make a mistake and you're going to realize they're not as perfect as you thought they were. Human nature. It is what it is. But what can also occur with that, again, because anything you see on, on YouTube, on social media, it, it's just a snapshot of a moment. At the munch, at the club. Right. Like, did you see it there? It, it is a specific moment in time that you are seeing. And when you build up the expectations of, of someone like that, that you, you know, ooh, they're, they're the, the best DS couple. Ooh, they're the, you know, be... They're an amazing masochist. Why can't I... Rara mentioned yes. people comparing um, bottoming. Yeah. I, I have seen, they're an amazing masochist. I wish I could take pain like that. Why? Take, take pain the way you can take pain. Right. Or don't. But what happens is, again, because you're just seeing what little bit you're, you're allowed to peek into, that, that little snippet of voyeurism. And you don't know what is going on behind the curtain. Okay. Don't pay attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> or the people who just had like a really severe argument in the car before they walked into the car. Yeah. But. Don't pay attention to that. <laughs> but what that can do is. I may need some help with words here. Oh, I've got lots of them Yeah, today. I, I know you do. I've got lots of them But today. what what that can do, if if that couple is truly having problems, they may be unwilling to address those problems 
because of the expectations that right. others have placed on them. Their relationship can become almost performative. Publicly, yes. their relationship Publicly, can become yes. performative. You know, we have set this expectation that this is what the DS, our dynamic looks like, our interactions look like. Mm-hmm. And so even though there's all this other stuff going on behind the scenes at home, in the car, whatever, we we think we are supposed to show you this public persona. Mm-hmm. That is quite frankly why I admit Maybe not in the moment. Like I said, I don't live tweet our arguments. It doesn't even occur to me, but man, that, that would be interesting. Um, uh, I like to say, oh, he made me mad. I got in his face and screamed. That was not a very submissive moment, but well, we did have it. We, ha- we came together after that and we dealt with some stuff. Um, you know, we disagreed with one another. He made me angry. I am not happy. You know, part of that I do because I feel safe enough in the community that we have with you guys listening and watching um, that I can do that. But also I decided as a personal choice and nobody else has to make this choice and I would never say that they do. I made a choice a long time ago mm-hmm. that I was going to put good, bad, ugly out into the world. I was going to put the, the most realistic version of ourselves out there Partly because I know what having the fantasy of DS and BDSM in my head <laughs> did for me, good mm-hmm. and bad. Um, but also, I think because I'm not good at performative. Like, I, y'all, I can't act. I can't lie. I mean, I can. Everybody's capable of lying. But, ooh, you'll find me out in a heartbeat. I got that face. Can't even get you to role play. Oh, yeah. God, no. Uh, uh, <laughs> I said the word. Uh, I don't you like what role happened? play. I don't like role play. <laughs> uh, um... <laughs> But what I did not realize until later is that that has served us well. It means, yeah. but even then, even then, y'all, you don't know every argument we have, right? Because mm-hmm. even I won't put everything out there. Even I, and we're all allowed to do this, we pick and choose what we put out into the world. Right. But if I, I agree completely, if all we had ever shown you was the good ever, and we show you mostly good, we really do. Mm-hmm. We talk about the bad. We don't, I don't spew it out into the online world because then it lives there forever um that could have become performative very very quickly yeah oh and and well since we went to the side of the topic i have since learned firsthand from people i care very much about that that can be damaging to the people in those relationships I've had people say to me, I was afraid to say something because I thought I would disappoint others. It's their mm-hmm. relationship. But they were afraid of disappointing people who saw them in a certain way. I felt stupid because shouldn't I have known better? And I always said things were good. Uh, I have heard um, I was ashamed. And that was from people who were not actively trying to put their relationship out into the world for others to see, but because they were open with themselves, other people could decide for themselves this was a relationship worthy of admiration or attention or following. And then when things weren't so great, the people involved knew that 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 was not how you know other people couldn't see that unless they decided to show them that Mm -hmm. and for varying reasons those people were not they didn't necessarily wasn't that they didn't necessarily want to it's that they felt that they couldn't and that is a personal decision for every relationship i do not think every relationship needs to air all their dirty laundry i'm not advocating for that 
but it is part of the cause and effect of if you do put yourself out there in the world and you start to realize that others have expectations mm -hmm. of you that that can happen so i'm not saying don't admire a couple i'm or a relationship i keep saying couple and that's that's not encompassing all the types of relationships other relationships don't don't be afraid to admire in a relationship. If you are in a relationship, don't think that you can't share the parts of you that you want to share. Right. What I would say is if you are um, f actual friends, not just like followers and admirers, but actual friends with somebody, you know, from time to time, especially if you get a sense that something's not quite right, letting people know that it's safe to admit that things aren't great or that it's safe and it's okay for things not to be perfect. Having those one-on-one -on -one conversations because you've developed that relationship, do not slide into anybody's DMs that you've never talked to. I'm just saying, that's a little <laughs> creepy. But if you have this rapport with somebody and you, maybe you sense, okay, they're talking about how things are great, but I'm reading between the lines here and something's not great, something's off. You know, some of the, some of the most helpful things people can ever receive is just validation that it's okay for things not to be great. Doesn't mean that even though their relationship is ending, it just means that they finally feel like they have the freedom to go, oh, this sucked. Even <laughs> if they don't want to say it publicly where the whole world can hear, and that is absolutely valid to not want to put that out there. I mean, y'all, we don't even, I don't even talk about the specifics of most of our arguments. No. I mean, our worst argument in our whole relationship I almost slept on the couch. I was so upset. <laughs> and uh, my voice definitely went up and became... I was, The problem was we had sleeping children in the house, so I couldn't get louder. <laughs> I could get screechier. I could get screechier. Um, and that's not something that, you know, the next morning I wanted to blog about or that I was going to make mm -hmm. necessarily an entire podcast episode about. Not right then. It was still too raw. And even if I had chosen to never do it, that would have absolutely been my right. But because of how we choose to be in online spaces and publicly, and those are choices we've made, I can tell you, oh yeah, we totally had that. And then come to find out it was over something small and stupid. Mm -hmm. Worst argument we've ever had was over something small and stupid. Stupid. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's how it, uh, mm -hmm. yeah. That's, that's so it how usually it, is quite that, Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so the other thing, and we had this conversation re very recently. Mm -hmm. I said, because I, I don't hold, I do hold back. I pick and choose, but I will admit when things aren't great. And I, we were talking about my blogging because that's how we met was through yes. my sex blog. Um and he knew from the moment we met that I verbally vomit onto screens through keyboards. Like if it's in my head, it comes out through my fingers and we put it out there. Mm -hmm. I do a lot less of that now because I have other things going on, but that is, that is how I do things. Yeah. Um, and from the very beginning, <clears throat> he mm -hmm. had said, I'm not going to stop you. You don't have to tell me. You don't have to ask me. There have been, I think, Maybe twice I've asked, can I tell the story? Because yeah. it wasn't that it was a story about us and I was going to let him censor it. It was a story that did not involve me at all other than I was sitting over there going, I totally like that. That's really awesome. Yeah. Um, but it was his story. And mm -hmm. I was like, I want to tell this story, but it's not my story. Can I? And I think you vetoed one or those. In, in those situations, you vetoed them. In, um, in the seven years we've been together, there has only been one, one. 
one post that I have actually said, please don't publish. Said, please do not publish right. that. Yes. I think I was smart enough to ask before I got all the way through writing it. Yeah. But that means beyond that, if it happens to me and it happens to involve him, I have total freedom to publish it, which means I have mm -hmm. said, okay, this bad thing, this happened and I was not happy about it. This thing happened and my feelings got hurt. This thing happened. So that's the reality of this backstory. So I asked him yeah. the other day when we were thinking about this topic, I said, does it bother you? Did I do that? And you gave a really honest answer, but you, it still surprised me. But it was a good answer because I'm not stopping. Um, <laughs> he said, I don't always like it. It makes me uncomfortable. But this was the really telling part. Because he said, it makes me uncomfortable because I don't like to have to admit that maybe I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing. Yeah. And I think that in sharing our realities in general, mm -hmm. whether you're just at the munch and you're just being yourself or you're living your life online in some way, that is where most of it comes comes down when people yeah. people don't want to admit that they fucked up or that they can fuck up. Um, but people fuck up. Yeah. And, 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 I, and I was just going <laughs> to say that, up. you know, and, and it may not be um, pretty, but... You know, the truth of the matter is, hi, I'm a big D, and you know what? There are times I screw up, mm -hmm. and it ain't pretty. But again, those that that the we put it out there as a as a decision we've made. Yeah, uh, I would never yeah. say that anybody else has to. That's why I want to say to those of us look on the outside looking in to remember that to remember mm -hmm. that that people are one are under no obligation to show you the ins and outs and nooks and crannies of their relationship. But two, that whatever you see is just a fraction of it. Right. Um, I do think somebody was talking about in the live stream chat thread about body language and, um, you know, getting a vibe, a sense of people when you're in person. Yes. And and there I have read recently, not at all related to kink, but it certainly relates to kink, about what it means to be authentic and when you're around people. And we can intuitively some of us anyway can intuitively sense when somebody's being um less than honest or um not uh, or being inauthentic not everybody can sense that, that there's some um uh different um i guess is disabilities the right word to neurodivergencies that don't always make that easy but many of us can, and so if you can, if you know you're the type that can kind of, you get the vibe. I talk about the vibe, right? Mm -hmm. You the get gut, a vibe off the of gut somebody. Feeling. Listen to the vibe, yeah. okay? Because you can sometimes tell when what mm -hmm. you're seeing is not really the full picture. Not really. If what that it person seems. is a friend of yours, though, pri excuse me, privately reach out to them and go. The vibe is off. Is everything okay? I'm here for you. If you, mm -hmm. you know, need me, do it because you mean it, not because you. Uh, are gossipy bitty who just wants all how okay i'm old i'm gonna say it want you want all the tea see since i'm old the 14 year old would say i'm not allowed to say that because i'm the wrong generation but when right don't do it just because you want the gossip okay uh do it because you care if you're getting that vibe yeah. off of somebody you have a relationship with already and you like know them and there's a comfort level there um they still might not want to tell you but maybe they you've just let them know that there is somebody they can talk to um and then something else was said in the thread, um, which um, was absolutely true. And it's going back to the comparison mm -hmm. of yourself to these relationships that you're seeing openly. 
Um, and that is uh, the idea that the grass is always greener on the other side. Yeah. There are several different sayings about that. Grass is always greener on the other side, which most of us know is not usually true. My favorite one, though, is the grass is greener where it gets watered. And so yeah. if you are comparing your relationship to somebody else's and finding your own wanting or, or feeling bad because you don't have what you perceive these other people to have... It is time to come back to your own relationship and go, what do I need to do here? Time to water your own lawn. Time to water your own lawn. Um, and sometimes the grass, it's the grass is never greener. It's just that, yeah, you are seeing something better. And so, like I said, sometimes it is a wake-up call of, wait, things aren't right here. And other times that grass is spray-painted green. That's true. <laughs> Actually, unrelated, now we've got on to grass, all things grass. I did read an article years ago where in, I think it was in California, where they were under this massive drought, which I think they probably still are on some levels, but like mm -hmm. it was really, people were talking about it more in the news at this point. People who were trying to sell their houses had used a service that literally painted yeah not with like house paint, that. but painted their lawns green uh -huh. to make their lawns look good so they could sell their house. It was like yeah. Okay, that's Ben, it. That's ben made a good statement. His says the uh, the grass is always greener where the bullshit lands. <laughs> fertilizer. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Bullshit is fertilizer. Mm -hmm. So I don't think we're saying too much that's totally insightful. I don't think. I think. Here's the thing. I think most of us know this. Mm -hmm. I think it's easy to get swept up in what we see online, what we see in our local community. Um those people who are out there willingly talking about their relationships, um, even when they're doing it openly and bravely, and I'm not putting ourselves, I'm not classifying ourselves there. I don't feel, I'm open, but I don't feel brave about it. I'm just, I word vomit. I just don't, <laughs> I don't know how to be anything else. Um, I think it's very easy to forget that still it's a curated version of who they are. They mm -hmm. might share the bad stuff, but they don't necessarily share all the bad stuff or they share the bad stuff after they've had plenty of time to think about it, formulate how they want to say it and not necessarily in the heat of the moment. And I now have seen, witnessed people I care about who have been, because they, they had a sense that others saw their relationship in a certain way, they went through the sort of the negative side of shame and guilt and fear about admitting to anybody that something was wrong and that was the impetus for this topic y'all know something's wrong i'm gonna say it yeah i'm not gonna like i said i'm not gonna live tweet a fight i'm just not i'm not that person um and there's a lot i don't say uh online usually about myself like if i'm in a bad headspace i'll start a tweet because i want to get it out of my head and then i'm like i don't want that to live on the internet and i mm -hmm. take it off we all do that we all get to do that um, but when somebody is your friend and you have a personal connection to them, when it's appropriate to do so, I highly recommend as, as long as you're willing to be this person, letting them know it is safe to mm -hmm. come talk to you about their relationship, good or bad. Um, I am, my eyes have been open to that much more over the past several weeks. And so I am trying to do that for my own friends yeah. that I know them well enough and we have a comfort level that I can reach out to them and go, are you okay? Is everything good? Is there anything you want to talk about? I'm here for you. And then you don't pressure anybody. You just, you know, back off and, but let them know. Um, because I, I think that that is the downside to allowing some of your life to be lived publicly is that then you can get trapped in this 
space of thinking, mm-hmm. this is what other people expect of me, so I have to keep living up to that. Yeah. I don't... We did we did sort of a self-check on ourselves while we were thinking about this topic. Yeah. So I was like, are we doing that? Because I don't want to be doing that. Uh, I don't think so. No. I mean, we... You know, everybody gets to have boundaries and everybody gets to have their own, like, level of privacy of what they do share and what they don't share. And as you can tell, I don't go into the details necessarily of what we're fighting and fussing about. I just admit that we do. Um, But I don't, I don't, I don't think we do. And I think we both have people that we would feel comfortable going to privately if we were having problems. If we wanted to go, okay, this, we're not putting, we're still doing this and we don't want to talk about this publicly, but... Oh, can I just vent to you? Like I know, I know I have people mm-hmm. because I am those. I am that people for other people, um, and I think you have those people. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Good. 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 Yes. Good. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't. Um, I don't have anything else to say about it. It's mm-hmm. not. I think it's a simple. I think it's a well, simple thing. I think it's just the we we have to be reminded of this. Yeah. I mean, it's. I, I guess my takeaway from this is, you know, it, it's okay to admire somebody, person, couple, relationship. I mean, we do it all the time as, as people, you know, we, actors, singers, sure, you know, um, any kind of sports heroes. Sure. All right. But, you know, don't go to the to the point that they're perfect i mean look how many fallen sports heroes you and know, actors and there actresses are actors, and famous actresses. people in other ways you, you know <laughs> they will fall I, off that pedestal yes i mean it, it's it's fine to admire somebody but at the same time don't do it to a point it, it's easy for people like at that point to become isolated yeah all right. I mean, look look at the 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 recent biopics between Freddie Mercury and 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 um, Rocket Man. Elton John, yeah. Elton John. There's now a Judy Garland one out. I would like to see. Yeah, I, I, I thought I saw something about that. And um, you know, the common theme in those, you know, they were put so far up because of their their talents. Mm-hmm. They they became isolated. They didn't know who their f- true friends were and. Right. You know, they they didn't feel that they could make the right decisions because of everybody's expectations of them. Mm-hmm. And that, of course, is an extreme example. Yeah, that, yes. Um, so if you are somebody who is thinking about living your kink life more publicly, or you are, I highly recommend cultivating just a small group of friends that you feel mm-hmm. comfortable with, that you are, you know, that you know are safe to talk to. Um, I... Have had that, but did not realize that I had that until I could be there for somebody else. And I went, okay, I have I have my people. I know exactly who I can go talk to if mm-hmm. I need to. Um, and that's important. Um, if you, when you go to a munch and you're like, oh, these people are amazing. If you go to a workshop, we've done that. We've gone to a couple of workshops and it, they've been led by people in their own DS relationship and they're talking yeah. about their DS relationship. And it is easy to get swept up in, oh, wow, look at them. They they talk so well together. They work so well together. They're so funny together. And I've been grateful that the most recent one that I witnessed, they were like, we fought over that. We Our relationship almost yes. ended over this. Like yeah. they, were, they were willing to share those pieces of themselves mm-hmm. too. Um, so 
but just be mindful of that, that we are, especially if you're navigating the kink community, you're trying to educate yourself, you're going to come across all kinds of people. And some of them are going to be really open and willing to share their knowledge and how their relationship works with you. And even when they're willing to tell you the not so great stuff, it still be mindful is just a snapshot. Do not walk away from that encounter feeling really bad about your own relationship because it doesn't somehow match up to what you're seeing from somebody else. I think it's okay to, to have aspirational kind of things that you'd like out of the ideal relationship, but we are all human and we're all just people and people fuck mm -hmm. up. And even the people you love very, very much or that you admire very, very much, they can, they can and will and absolutely do fuck up. And so, yeah, it's, a, it's not a complicated thing. I think most of us know it. Um, I'm not sure how helpful this episode has been. Yeah. Um, and I just want to reiterate, we're fine. Yeah. <laughs> we're not talking about us. I am not mad at anybody who looks at us and goes, hashtag relationship goals. I, um, I do feel a sense of responsibility. So I get where yeah. people who have, have know that other people are looking at them in that same way can feel kind of like, uh oh, I have to keep this up or I will somehow disappoint people. Um, I do understand that because I do feel a sense of responsibility when somebody says that. I'm also baby girl enough to like hope it doesn't just go away. Like, <laughs> but because I'm more mindful of it, it makes me a little bit more determined to um, make sure you see more of the not so great and that we talk about the stuff that's not so great while still protecting our own personal boundaries and, yeah. you know, whatever. Absolutely. So, right. I think that is all for this. We will have mm -hmm. a bonus section. Yes. Um, For just a little quick reminder, thank you to The Cage for sponsoring this episode. Mm -hmm. Thecage.co, if you're looking for an online BDSM community. Um, they take great pains to keep it safe there, too. So, that is always good um, on that. Um, if you're a video watcher, we love a like, we love a subscribe. Mm -hmm. We are a house divided about the notification bell. So just do what feels right. <laughs> podcast listeners, please. I'm a bell ringer. You're a bell ringer. Uh, podcast <laughs> listeners, please if you like what you're hearing, um, subscribe on your favorite podcast app. If your podcast app gives you the opportunity to leave a review, please do. I've said this before. I have a dream mm -hmm. that one day the loving BDSM logo will show up in the top podcast thing under sex sexuality whatever they call it now because i just renamed those topics in uh, apple Podcasts, um and a lot of that comes down to download numbers which mm -hmm. that is what it is but also reviews and stuff like and, that the yeah. algorithms uh favor those kinds of things so may the algorithm um, ever be in your favor right um a quick uh, <laughs> patreon shout shout out to our kinky patrons lauren james cdc sir and her 78 and b, b. so happy to have you at that level patreon.com slash kayla lords if anybody's interested and um oh i can feel myself fading because i'm tired but we have a bonus section so yes we should do that now mm -hmm. are we gonna say our thing <laughs> are we gonna say our thing our thing oh yeah <laughs> you forgot I did. It wasn't me. You forgot. I was ready me. five minutes ago, and then you started rambling, and then I... I did ramble. I wanted to yes. get it all in. Okay. Okay. Are we good? No. No. <laughs> Apparently this week we're not. struggling. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Keep, Keep it kinky, y'all. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>
and my Saki baby dog is coming to visit. He's coming to get some love. I'm sorry, podcast listeners, that you cannot see our puppy. He's not a puppy. He's an old man dog. Yeah. But I contend if you were 10 pounds or lighter, you get to be a puppy your whole life. Right. Um, bonus section. I'm exhausted. And you I, are. And I'm exhausted. I, I know I need to go to the doctor. See, I'm going to say this complaint out loud. This is one of those things I started to tweet and went, wait a moment. I don't feel like tweeting this. But also, I want to bitch about it. Mm. So we have an insur- we have health insurance so we do have that we are fortunate enough to have yeah. that but we are now on a high deductible plan yeah and it is october and our health insurance follows um the calendar year so that means that the deductible we're in for this year has to be paid we have not gone to the doctor since we got this no. new uh health insurance plan so if i start going to the doctor now and i have a feeling it will probably involve some physical therapy it might involve some more of the uh cortisol shots like mm-hmm. i got in my neck it could involve other things it will certainly involve at least a few doctor's appointments might involve another mri if i do that now i pay for it out of pocket till we hit our deductible mm-hmm. it's a twelve thousand dollar family deductible six the five hundred dollar individual six thousand individual i don't know if it splits in half or it's got a weird number doesn't matter and then come January 1, no matter where I am in this process, that deductible rolls over and I have to start paying again. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So there is a part of me that's like, you know what, if I can just baby this and start mm-hmm. to feel better, and it, it feels better today than it did yesterday than the day before, Good. then maybe I can wait till January 1 and <laughs> go to the doctor and at least know that, yeah, I'm having to pay the deductible, but there might be an end in sight. Exactly. Maybe. But if it gets bad enough, I will go to the doctor. Yes. I will go to the doctor. You will. Yeah, no, 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 I will. I can't function and I got to work. I didn't even work yesterday. No, you like, didn't. I had a list of like six pieces of content that needed to be written and some admin stuff that needed to be done and blah, 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 for clients who pay me monthly to do this work. Hmm. And I was like, it's not happening today. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's it <laughs> that's me <laughs> um we uh i did get to the thing i couldn't talk about last weekend because i didn't want to ruin a surprise is i got to see my good friend molly who yeah. normally is in the uk and was in florida for um something mm-hmm. and i drove uh three and a half hours down to sarasota it would have been and i admit, i will admit my idiosyncrasies i have no shame it would have been a two and a half hour drive, but I would have had to take in the, an interstate that stresses me out. And so I found the back way that did not require a single interstate. And it was a much longer drive, but I had no anxiety on my drive out there. I was listening to my podcast, looking cool in my sunglasses, sipping on my Diet Coke, had no coffee. That was sad, mm-hmm. but enjoyed my freaking drive. It was when I came home and it was like, almost nine o'clock at night that I did get stressed up. The The drive was the same drive back. It was peaceful. There wasn't a lot of traffic, but it was really dark. I'm no longer a decent night driver just because I'm out of practice. I don't think it's my vision. I think I'm just out of practice. And there were a lot of two lane roads and I was like, oh, and I did try and stop someplace. I like got a gas station, had to get gas. And I was like, let me go inside and get a drink. So I have a drink for the road. <laughs> and then two things happened. I got a bad vibe in that place and I got the fuck out. Um, but also I remembered, oh shit, you're going to have to pee if you get yourself a drink. And I was like, I do not want to stop at some rando gas station at 11 o'clock at night on a back road to go to the bathroom. Nor do I want to clench that hard. 
I have not the same woman I was 20 years ago. I cannot put it on lockdown for eight hours to go to the bathroom. I used to be able to, not anymore. <laughs> so I was like, okay, so, and that, and I think that is where some of the aggravation in my shoulder and my back and my arm came from because I was very tense driving home and I was in basically the same position almost nonstop for that amount of time. I think that just aggravated things. Um, but oh, it was man. a wonderful visit. I was so mm -hmm. happy to sit and just be with my friend who I only ever get to see when we go to London once a year. And there is a better than good chance we will not be going to London in 2020. And I'm sad about that. So this was my um, uh, chance to see her and, and to spend some time. Um, so... Whew. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 But that was the, the reason I didn't say anything is that that was supposed to be a surprise for her. She found out the night before. And she was <laughs> tweeting at me, and she said that I'd been a very bad girl, and I was like, "What else is new?" Yes, but also <laughs> a very good girl who did not spill the beans and tell a secret too soon. Mm -hmm. So there is that. Yeah. How have you been? I've been wonderful, peachy. Ha! Huh, not. I was like, is that low-key sarcasm? <laughs> like, my sarcasm is just, like, dripping. Yours is all like, I'm going to use a dry sense of humor, so everybody has to wonder, was that fucking sarcasm? <laughs> was that fucking sarcasm? Yes. Okay, just check, just checking. No, I've been trying to keep close eye on you with everything you've got going on and mm -hmm. making sure you don't overdo it and take care of yourself. And, uh, what else? You've been in the wood shop? I've been in the wood shop doing a lot of stuff in there. Mm -hmm. um, been playing around making my own segmented pen blanks, which I posted a picture of the final product on uh, Instagram yesterday. And what else? I don't know. I haven't been, this week has been a weird week for me. It, yeah, it's been a very quiet week so far. I mean, we're yeah. technically, it's only Wednesday when we're recording, mm -hmm. but yeah. Yeah, there's not, thankfully, a lot going on. No. Yeah, I mean, we had a munch on Sunday. Yes. And that was, that, that was, was good. That was higher attended than normal. Uh-huh, but it was still very nice. It was very nice. Good, a lot of good, a lot people. Of good people there. Had uh, had some really good conversations. With, One with, of which you still haven't told me about. We were supposed to talk about it Sunday. <laughs> that's right. You're right. You're right. You're right. That's okay. We'll fix that. And then yeah. we did our own uh, Patreon, Patreon live Q&A. &A. That went mm -hmm. well. That's always fun to do. Yeah. Um, I think I've got a lot of topic ideas for these episodes, but I think we need to plan another Ask Us Anything kind of live stream podcast episode for the future. Yeah. Um, cause I think that those and, are um, fun in general. We like those. And, um, I'm looking into a, a class would mean I'd have to drive to Orlando, but, uh, um, we know peeps in Orlando though. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, on, on doing, uh, knife handles. Mm, mm. Yeah, that's uh, that's something I've been interested in and I've been wanting to try, mm -hmm. and it just so happens that they they've popped up this class at at one of the wood shops for uh, doing that. So I've been kind of back and forth and back and forth about take this class, but I think I'm going to do it. I think you should. It's something you want to do in a class, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. even if it's a class you have to pay for, that's just an investment yeah. in your Well, uh, there, there's a fee because there's the... Um, materials? Ma materials, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. 
But then you walk away with a knife at you the walk end away. of class. Yeah. And the knowledge. You walk away with the knowledge. Exactly. Exactly. When are you going to get your... Not that I can get on it right now, but when are you going to get out your motorcycle completely done? What are you waiting on, man? Yeah, I've, I've kind of <laughs> floundered on that a little bit um, because I got I got busy in the shop with, with stuff. Um, had a little flurry of busy and been making some vanilla and non-vanilla stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's... Like kind of just got put to the side. I have all the parts. I know. I know. I have all and the parts. We've had some. We've had a lot of rain recently. Oh, we're not going to well, be we, those people who talk about the weather. But uh, we well, have had a lot of rain, and now the temperature is mild. Yeah, the, the nice. temperatures are are starting to get a little mild, less humidity in the air. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I know. I need to uh, maybe this weekend. Mm. Maybe this weekend I'll get on that. I intend to probably be very i i will either be laying very still this weekend Mm. or i will be making up for what i've not done this week yeah oh my goodness um yeah it's we're just kind of low-key right now that's okay there's nothing wrong with that um i feel like there are other things coming up that i should mention and i can't think of them right now so (laughs) oh you mean like uh your birthday Oh, God, I hadn't even thought about that. <laughs> How long until that? What's today's date? The 9th? Yeah. I got 21 more days. No. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm doing math. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Numbers are hard. I'm a, a words person. Yeah. Three weeks. Three weeks. Yes. Because yeah. my birthday will be on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I intend, I really do intend to maybe have like a little party noisemaker thing. No, I, no. I don't know if anybody would want that in their ears. You know, they'd be very loud. There will be a birthday coffee. We will um, also... Uh, be recording early that day mm-hmm. yeah i'm i am planning on taking time off of client work that week because our anniversary is that monday 28th and my mom comes to visit on the 25th through the 28th yes. so i don't want to be distracted by work i want to be able to just like whatever hang with her or whatever she's really here for the grandchildren she says it's because it's my birthday and it is my 40th so that's a milestone even though he keeps giving me crap that it's not like what am i talking about it's not that big a deal not that it's i don't doubt that it's not that big a deal. you're just sitting there and i'm so old i'm decrepit i don't well i do feel decrepit right now i think i think that is an honest and fair assessment of my physical state um, but I no, I am keenly aware that I no longer feel like I felt in my twenties. I <laughs> certainly <laughs> feeling that difference. Um, yeah, we even already know the topic for that week's yes. episode, so that's kind of cool. And, Makes and me feel Jennifer, like a functioning adult. I like adult. that Prince's crowns and sparkle bombs. Well, sparkle bombs maybe not He'd so much. He'd have to clean up the glitter. Mm-mm. Have to keep on and do that. I but think Rosie would even balk on that. I who but, hate hats would even, maybe even wear a party hat. Tiara. <laughs> Can we find one that actually fits on my big old head? <laughs> I don't know. I um, part of me is like, well, wanna, you know, the baby girl me is like, yeah, let's make it a big deal. And the other part of me is like, we really don't have to. We really don't have to. <laughs> I just, I just want a keto friendly cake. And this one keeps telling me he's got things planned and won't let me look at like the credit card statement or anything. I'm like. No. I'm the one that helps handle money now. How, what? Uh, okay, I'll click around the website and not. statement. <laughs> <laughs> Close your eyes. Sure. So, no, I, um, we'll go to dinner. Mm-hmm. I'll demand a steak dinner because yep. that's what I like. Um, yeah. 
and we we inherited a bottle of sparkling wine that we we're gonna did. pop for our anniversary. For anniversary. Yeah. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. so funny. They were handing it to me. They're like, you know, we can't take it with us because they have like planes and stuff. So they're like, can can you take this? And I looked at it. I went, well, let me make sure it's something we'd actually drink first. And I couldn't tell, couldn't tell. And then I turned the bottle around, like sparkling. Oh yes, that's our thing. We're mm-hmm. we're definitely not into the dry stuff or the this stuff or the that. So we like, and if it's not sweet enough, we know how to make it sweet. We'll go get some Sprite Zero yeah. and just. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we managed to drink a bottle of red wine, and we don't really like red wine, but adding Sprite Zero to it. <laughs> I mean, you could do regular Sprite, but we were like yeah. trying to like not have the regular sugar. But either way, we were like, sure, this fancy bottle of wine somebody gifted us, just add some soda to it. <laughs> and we got tipsy off of it. I think we drank the bottle that we night, did. didn't we? Yeah, we, we got did. some tipsy off of it. It was great. That is something we should do. We should do tipsy Instagram live. Insta. Yes. Because we, yeah, we get, we just don't drink often enough. And no. so we, it doesn't take much. We get a little tipsy and I have zero fucks to give at that point. The few inhibitions I still have kind of like it's the light inhibitions kind of get swept away and I'll just say whatever the fuck's on my mind. It's fun. Yeah. I think tipsy Instagram would be great. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's. I'm losing the thread of my own thoughts. Yeah. So I'm, I, we should probably stop. I want to keep talking, y'all. I really, I really could just sort of hang out for hours. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work with the life we live right now, but I totally could do it. <laughs> I, t- I said something. I said this, I think, last week. You know, I was hearing YouTubers were like, yeah, we stream for three to six hours on like a weekend day, blah, blah, blah. They, you know, they answer questions. They do this, they do that. And it, every time I hear it, it's jarring. I'm like, Oh my god, that's a long time to be live. And then we sit down to start recording, and I'm like, I see how they could do that. Yeah, I yeah. Can totally see how they could do that. Uh, I'm not going to do mm-hmm. that. Don't worry. <laughs> but I can see it. Okay. Yeah, we probably do need to go. Yeah. Um, I've said all the important things, and I think I said the important things mm-hmm. twice. So, yeah. yeah, we're covered. We're covered. Yeah. Oh, and um, mm-hmm. don't remember if I knew this last week, but um, we will be at the woodshed. That's right, in that, December. That is that is now a definite. Um, we'll be at uh, Woodshed having paddles and canes and oh for their for their holiday extravaganza. Yep. So if you like we did last year, if yes. you come to Orlando mm-hmm. for any reason or live near Orlando, yep. Woodshed is amazing. You, that is December seventh. December seventh. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And uh, the whole craft, the extra, the fair market thing that they do. It's not fair. It's a market. Mm-hmm. A little kinky market that they do is really cool. There was some good stuff there last year. Yep. Um, and we will be there sporting our daddy and baby girl shirts. Mm-hmm. And he he will do the talking to the people who want the details. And I will be the carnival barker show, showing people these are the stingy things. These are the thuddy things. Mm-hmm. These are the things that have nothing to do with that. <laughs> Jennifer's asking what the woodshed it's a BDSM um, the, dungeon. The woodshed is yeah the the BDSM dungeon in Orlando. In Orlando, mm-hmm. yes. Which it's a um, a dungeon membership base, so you can um, go and you can join and um, you can take advantage of all the things they have. They offer mm-hmm. workshops and demos. They have play spaces. They put on big events, at least one big event a year. Um, fire, fire, which is fire. a rope thing. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, our poor dog. I don't know if you can even hear that, but um, so yeah, the the woodshed is is um, a great BDSM mm-hmm. dungeon and club yep. run by really good people. Um, 
so yeah, we're we'll be back for a second year there, mm-hmm. and that'll be a daytime thing. The the Kinky yes. Market is yeah. a daytime thing, and that's free to go in. You don't have to be a member to the Witchhead to attend that. So. And uh, I'll have my my stuff a little bit more organized by next week, and be able to start announcing the the date and and time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it will be occurring. But they are on FetLife and they are on Instagram. Yeah. And they are on, I think, Twitter. They're on Facebook, so too. you can, wherever your social media of choices, I highly mm-hmm. recommend just follow, if you're a Floridian, especially if you're here in Florida. Yeah. Uh, follow the Woodshed. See mm-hmm. what they've got going on um, in general. They're a, good, they're a good place. Yeah. Yeah, we need to stop talking because we could keep going. True. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, folks. We love you guys. We love you. Thank you so much for joining us, for listening to us, Mm -hmm. for those um, in the live stream. Thanks for hanging out with us and Mm -hmm. chatting and watching. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We love you all. We do love you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye.